Coming to you live from Solvang, California, in Paulo's garage. It's the 2000. Fuck! Coming to you live from Solvang, California, in Paulo's garage. Hold My Whistle proudly presents the 2018 Blowies. Hosted by Hold My Whistle's very own Sean Foy and Paulo Agloni. This is our very own award show. In light of the ESPYs, a show we really don't watch, we're doing it our way. The Hold My Whistle way. Very true. Very true. Most, most of these things start off with some comedic bit that pretty much just insults all the guests. But, uh, Paulo, you're fat. Uh, I don't like your attitude. Oh, thanks. Um, so <laughs> he's the only guest in the audience tonight. So that's all we can really do is make fun of each other. We're doing it all. We're the presenters. We're going to accept awards. I don't oh. think we're going to do award speeches. Yeah, we didn't, uh, we didn't really come up with awards to give each other for this, but uh, it should be good nonetheless. You know, there's no wardrobe changes. Definitely not. No one's going to get pushed off by music. If yeah. they're given a too long of a speech. Yeah. There's the acceptance speeches will be held to a minimum. Right. Um, we have some fun categories. Um, and we're gonna go from there. But let's let's get it started with our very first award. The first blow of the year is the rookie of the year. All right. First candidate, Alvin Kamara, NFL rookie of the year. Let New Orleans Saints. New Orleans running Saint. back. Bringing him back to the playoff game. Um Stud had him on my fantasy team, my last round draft pick. Uh, he carried my fantasy team for most of the year, and he split time. He split time. Is he, he going to get most of the carries this year? Uh, that that's still up for debate. You know, it's still a heavy two back system. Well, because it's in uh, Deuce, uh, <laughs> not Deuce, wrong Saints <laughs> running back. Deuce McAllister has been gone for a long time, Paulo. I still think he's. I don't know who retired or who didn't retire. Yeah. Um. No, Alvin Kamara should see a majority of the second and third down carry. Yeah, he should. But he's our first candidate for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Followed up by uh, Cody Bellinger. Los the, Angeles Dodger phenom. Yeah, the left-handed bomber uh, hitting hitting 35-plus bombs in his rookie campaign. Went to the World Series. Yeah, came up a little bit short, but that was due to pitching, not for lack of hitting. Yes, our next candidate for Rookie of the Year is Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz. Not Devin Booker, like we have said previously. No, Donovan. It's a yeah. good first name. Yeah, definitely. Um, ironically, did not win the Rookie of the Year award, but... He's our candidate. He's our candidate because we feel Ben Simmons, not he, a rookie. Someone played college basketball a year ago. Yeah, right? And it wasn't Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons was in the league for a full year. Yes. Albeit on the bench, in a cast, or something of that magnitude. So that's our third pick. And our fourth candidate for the Rookie of the Year is Aaron Judge from the New York Yankees. Aaron Judge. What can you say about the kid? Hits bombs. Hits for average. Uh, strikeout to walk ratio is still pretty high. but you know. And in New York. And in New York. That one, the, the toughest place to be a pro athlete. Yeah, he's doing it on the biggest stage. You know? Yeah. So very intriguing first category for Rookie of the Year. Let's go to the envelope, Paulo. Sean? Open the envelope. Okay. Uh, and the winner is? 2018 Rookie of the Year Blowy Award winner goes to? Donovan Mitchell. Oh, well, good job. <laughs> well deserved. Well deserved. He got robbed by Ben Simmons, like we have said previously. But uh, in, in the Hold My Whistle room, 
He is officially the 2018 NBA Rookie of oh, the yeah. Year. Winning playoff games in the Western Conference, carrying his team after a Ricky Rubio injury, still performing well, hands down, our Rookie of the Year. Yes. So, that was, that was category number one. Let's move along to a little bit funner category. Uh, the next category up will be the hottest athletes. There will be a section for male and female athletes. Let's start with the females, Paulo. Sounds like a plan. One of your favorites, your pick, U.S. women's soccer player, Alex Morgan. Yes. Uh, Strikingly beautiful brunette, long hair, not to mention a great soccer player. She played on the last championship team for the World Cup, I think. I I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. All we know is that she's hot. Yes. She's on the team. We're we're basing we're basing this is strictly off of looks, you not know, performance. Not performance. If it was performance, you know, it could have been could have went a little differently. Um, next up, we have Danica Patrick. Right, this is her last year in this category. Yes, she's officially retired from the game, and she's going to take her hotness elsewhere. Um, who knows? GoDaddy's probably blowing up, so she's got other things on the horizon. I'll give it to her. Her Super Bowl GoDaddy commercials are legendary. Always good. Always Can- good. Uh, and she makes a full body NASCAR suit look good. Totally. I don't know how she does it. Highly. highly she wears agree. a full helmet with mask, and I could tell. Her hair always looks great when she takes it off. Yeah. Even though she's got resting bitch face. Totally. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. That's, that's definitely your style. Next, we have Skylar Diggins, the WNBA star. WNBA star, former Notre Dame alum, the little lefty. You know, she's got game on the court, but damn, she looks good off the court. <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah. And then our last pick for hottest female is the entire Australian cricket team. If you've listened to our recent podcast, we've mentioned the um, stunning Australian cricket team exiting their team bus in nothing but evening gowns. It was an evening gown. Yeah, it looked like a pageant. It, it did. It looked like a beauty pageant. And I want to say across the board, the sol- the average was a solid seven and a half. Oh, yeah. Could it be higher, depending on your standards? Yeah, so that's our women's category. And Sean, pass me the envelope, please. Okay. Oh, thank you. I'm opening it. And our winner is USA soccer star Alex Morgan. Hands down. Hands down. I mean... You know, there's there's a tough category. You know, um, Danica's good looking, Skylar's good looking, and there is many good looking. Danica's players. a little age for me. She, I'm, I'm I'm going for something younger this year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she's an up and coming star. I mean, there's other lists that have Danica ranked higher than Alex Morgan, but I think time is definitely on not on Danica's side anymore. Favorite category to research. Oh, definitely. I mean, we're scrolling through hundreds of beautiful female athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so congratulations to Alex Morgan and the U.S. women's soccer team. There we go. All right, we'll move along to the male category for all our female listeners out there. I know there's a handful out there. Yeah, we begrudgingly put this in, but uh, we didn't want to seem sexist. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm comfortable with admitting someone's handsome. Totally. Totally. Good looking. Yeah. I'll give it to him. Uh, First on our list, been good looking for a while. Women love him. Superstar soccer player, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. Um, he's always, no matter how long he's been playing in the game or how many minutes he's played, how sweaty he is, that hair is always perfectly wafted to the side. He's, the product he uses in that must be phenomenal. I don't know what it is. It's just Portuguese sweat. <laughs> and then he's always showing off his quads. 
Yeah. And, you know, every time he scores a goal, I'm sure the women love it because he runs around and takes off his shirt, showing off the six-pack. Yeah. You know, it's what he does. That's his signature gold dance. All right. Next up, we have Tom Brady of the New England Patriots. The, All-American. The ageless wonder. Tom Brady's like a fine wine, just seems to keep getting better <laughs> with age. You know, he's got that very, he's very George Clooney-esque, you know, the uh, slight salt and pepper coming in. You know, married to Giselle. That, you, exactly. That's got a lot to do with it. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, she's got him dressing right. He had a little bit of style before, but ever since he got with Giselle, his fashion game has been through the roof. Was it the GQ uh, photo shoot where he's got the lamb, the baby sheep <laughs> he's holding? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think so. You know, I that's, think so. So he's high up there, Tom Brady. We got John Carlos Stanton from the New York Yankees. Yeah, uh, California kid, you know, just recently acquired from the Marlins. Um, big, Tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah, you can't. You, ladies love that stuff. Uh, big dude, powerful dude, good baseball player. Um, deserved to be on the list. We uh, we got some female opinion to uh, back our list. Make sure we weren't uh, out of bounds. Right, we had, a, we had a phone a friend. Yes, we definitely used a lifeline on that. And, and then last on our list is Seattle Seahawks quarterback, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Interesting guy. You know, baseball player. Drafted by the Texas Rangers, uh, starting quarterback for Seattle Seahawks. Um, hot wife, hot Sierra. wife. Sierra, Sierra's good-looking woman. Is it Sierra or Sierra? Uh, I'm going Sierra. Sure, I'll, I'll go. I'll buy that. <laughs> um, you know, kind of doubted at the NBA at the NFL draft. You know, short. Not quite sure what he was going to do. You One know? of the best short quarterbacks of all time. Oh, I agreed. I totally agree. All right, so. Oh, envelope time, Sean. Envelope time. So we have the winner for the hottest male athlete, and the blowy goes to Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. That yeah. handsome devil. You say what you want about Tom Brady, but the dude gets it done. And he's 40. And he's he's, he's the oldest guy in the in the category. Yes, yes. Uh, Tom Brady, still looking good, he's still a playing good. I'm pretty sure he's a dolph. I'm sure many women would uh, categorize him as that. Yeah. So moving on to to complement the hottest athlete segment, we're going to go next into the most outstanding couple. All right. So this this is made up of superstar couples in the sports world. Yes. Um, our first power couple in the sports world is Danica Patrick, second time nominee in, so far, and Aaron A. A. Ron Rogers. Yeah. This is the um, this is probably the youngest. Uh, or earliest couple, I would say, in in this category, because you know she he's just coming off an. Both little, of them broke up to be yeah, with someone. Yeah, uh, Aaron a- just recently broke up with uh, Olivia Munn. Munn. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know if this is an upgrade for him or more of a lateral, but I definitely think uh, she upgraded with Aaron. A- well, he, he her boyfriend just won. Was it the Indy Five Hundred or Daytona? Who knows? It's but he fucking... he just won a race, and she was like, "I don't even care." Yeah, who cares? It's it, it's not Aaron. They're they're turning left for two hours. I don't give <laughs> two shits about it. Yeah, so that's our first power couple. Our second couple is Zach and Julie Ertz. You, I mean, America's Sweethearts. Very very much so. You got Zach Ertz coming out of Stanford, uh, starting tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles, winning the Super Bowl this year. Then you got his wife Julie Ertz, who teammate also, of Alex Morgan. Yeah, also played at Stanford. Um, that's where they met. It's where they started dating. She's on the U.S. team, like Paulo alluded to. 
And she had a very uh, sentimental piece when she found out. Oh, went viral. Yeah, when she found out they were going to the Super Bowl, and then she was in the crowd cheering him on as they wound up beating the Patriots. And he had a clutch touchdown in the game. It just made everything. Yeah, it just all kind of fell into place. Right. So that definitely uh, a cute couple. Yeah. So next, next, uh, next couple up, we have Justin Verlander, the pitcher for the Houston Astros, and his wife, Kate Upton. Right. Many of you say Kate Upton is not an athlete. I say she was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. She's a bikini model, and Sports Illustrated is a sports magazine. And that counts as an athlete to me. Yes. It's every man's favorite sporting magazine episode. You try to be that photogenic for that many pictures. Yes. And she's got very accentuating features. Right. And she's on a lot of commercials in between game sporting events. Yes. Yes, she is. She's that down-to-earth kind of girl that's way too hot for most guys, but cool enough to hang out with anybody. And Justin Verlander won a World Series. Yeah. So he's, he's doing big things. Didn't they not do the parade and so they could run off and get married? Uh, or they had a vacation. I I don't know. It was something like that, but I would have done the same thing. Yeah. If, if you're, oh, you want me to miss a team event to hang out with Kate Upton? Sure. I don't care. If, yeah. Sure. I'm gone. Bye. Yeah. So, winner for the most outstanding couple, Paulo. Is Justin Verlander and Kate Upton. Surprise, surprise. Anybody who thought we were going another way, sorry. Yeah. You just, Cute couples? No. No. It's all about Kate Upton. It's all about Kate she Upton. She stole the show. It, it, his last name, it should be Justin Upton <laughs> Verlander. He should hyphenate. Absolutely. Because she's way too good for him. My goodness. And that cover alone, just timeless. Yes. Very timeless. Switching gears a little bit. We're getting competitive. Let's get sporty again. Yeah, we're going to go back to the sports. We're going to go into the most clutch moments of this past year in sports. Um, first up, we have LeBron. In the NBA playoffs this year. Just in general. Not one game. Not one time. He hit two game winners. Two game winners. Carrying the team on his back the entire way. Oh, the one against the the Pacers was just insane. Going off to the left side. Dropping that. Was it a teardrop? I don't even know. But off the backboard. Super clutch. Wasn't that against the Raptors? No, that's when it was against the Pacers. Oh. Well, Raptors, Pacers, same shit. Either. Or he murdered them. He beat them both. Yeah. And it just dominates a series if you get a moment like that in a series it it could take over the whole all all the games yeah and you know though in those two series the um the opponents just got overwhelmed with the amount of lebron that was getting dished out and it's surprising people have said numerous times uh, skip bayless would say that he's not a clutch player and i think he's proven that now he is yes uh moving right along we are gonna go with the March Madness NCAA tournament, uh, just as a whole, too many individual moments to list singularly, so we just lumped it all together. Right. It's it's March Madness. It's our favorite time of the year for basketball, and you get that's what you get. You get those clutch moments. Yeah. Every day, practically. You get game winning threes. You get big time blocks. Uh, you get hustle. You get small Cinderella schools playing against the big dogs. Um, and it just provides great opportunity for everyone. Oh yeah. And and not to mention just basketball in general. Yeah. You know, having two, two basketball guys or themed nominees, it's, it's the best clutch sport I think out there. You get the, too many opportunities to win last second. So. Yeah. I, I, and they make the most of it. So yes. the NC2A tournament is in. Next we have the Eagles performance in Super Bowl 52. Yeah. The, um, 
that that game they I don't I think the Eagles were a five point five six point dog going into that game. Um, you know, backup quarterback Nick Foles, Carson Carson Wentz was out for the year. Um, Philadelphia rolled in, you know, hot. Nick Foles had been playing mediocre. Yeah, backup quarterback. Um, he he picked it up in the playoffs, and then all of a sudden comes out in balls in the Super Bowl. They and and they went for it too. Trick play to score a touchdown. Yeah, they didn't. In the immortal words of Dan Fouts and the Water Boy, he didn't hold anything back. <laughs> that's right. So that's the that's the next one. Following that. We have the US the USC girls four by four hundred track team. If anybody watched this race, USC was down probably about half a lap to three quarters of a lap. So roughly two hundred to three hundred meters. And in the final lap, the anchor leg kicked it into overdrive and made up the gap and pulled off the national championship for the US. Was the it US. the last two yards? Uh she she caught she caught her with about like 10 yard 10 10 to 15 meters to go and i think it was a girl from purdue and she was gassed yeah it was was, she had a big lead too yeah it was they were way out third place was way back yeah it was it was an amazing feat to watch but an awesome clutch moment great call by the announcer too and it was to win team points to become nc2a champions exactly and rounding out this group we have tua taga vialoa the uh (laughs) i'm gonna give it a shot all right go for it tua taga viola Sure, sure. I'll, I'll tag a viola. Sure, viola, 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 viola. Okay, viola. Anyways, he's the freshman, the true freshman quarterback from the University of Alabama. Came in at the second half after Jalen Hurts got benched by Nick Saban because he wasn't performing. I don't think it was the second half. I think it was the second quarter. Well, there's, it could have been. Yeah. It was. It was something second, yeah, quarter or half, either one. Dude comes in, made up a major deficit. Yeah, he put the team on his back, made plays. At least the offense, because the defense stepped up a little the bit. The defense, the defense for Alabama always steps up. There's, there's no question about that ever. When you're consistently having five plus first round draft picks from your defensive side of the ball, right? You know, but he he got him into overtime. Yeah, he in, in the college overtime you get your opportunity. And was it on first down? They got he got sacked with a fifteen yard loss. Yeah, something like that. And then steps up and throws a bomb, and dude scores, and they hold, and that's national title. Super clutch. Probably an Alabama legend now. Yes. Never gonna have to worry about anything. Well, he's worried about the starting job this year, but that's uh, that's this year. Is Hertz still playing? Yeah, Hertz is still there. <laughs> so there's definitely quarterback controversy in Alabama, but. Now, Paulo, if you please uh, give us a winner for the most clutch moment of the year. All right. It's our guy from the Crimson Tide, Tua Tagaviala. <laughs> Murdered that. Oh, and I just got, you know, the worse you say it, probably the closer you're getting to it. So, yeah. But they, hands down, for the kid being a true freshman on the biggest stage ever, super clutch. Can't say anything about it. He's our. 2018 Clutch Moment Blowy Award winner. Blowy Award winner. Congratulations. And for my our good buddy Tony Armena, we'll throw a roll tide out there for him. Roll tide. Roll tide. There you go. All right. Moving right along. Um, about halfway through, we're going to go with our Pine Rider of the Year. And if you listen to our podcast, we have segment uh, our starting lineup and riding the pine. 
Riding the Pine is a segment where we talk about guys underperforming or just doing dumb shit. Yeah, failing. Yes, failing at their job. Professional athletes failing. Uh, uh, first off. For, first off, an infamous, infamous playoff season for this, this gentleman, J.R. Smith. Uh, Game one of the NBA Finals against the Warriors. It's, it's tied, and he gets a rebound on a missed free throw from Cleveland. With an open layup. With an open layup, but he returns it to the top of the key, just kind of holding the ball, thinking they have the lead, just killing the clock. Oh, my God. Bad call. Uh, dude. He was, how high was he? Uh, I don't know. He must have been pretty low on something. <laughs> uh, and then you got... Just one of the worst calls ever. And then even LeBron throws a hissy fit after. Oh, man. I mean, just to figure that out. That was just insane. Just, just to watch the replays of him on the bench being like, oh, I thought we had the lead. and then He thought he was going to run the clock out. Yeah, he thought he was the hero. You go from hero to zero real quick. Oh, man. And now he's... Left in Cleveland yeah. as a starter. All alone. <laughs> well, we actually have our next nominee is his teammate, Tristan Thompson from the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's messed up huge, making out with another girl when he's got a pregnant girlfriend, not any girlfriend, a Kardashian, Chloe Kardashian, sitting at home, super pregnant, and he's making out with some chicks at a restaurant. Yeah, uh, he signed a big deal a couple of years ago, got with Chloe, and that seemed to be his undoing. Yeah, you know, ever, ever since then, his play his play has diminished, his minutes have diminished, and just making bad dare decisions. I say, yeah, dare I say maybe just getting with Chloe is his bad decision? Uh, I think so. That that definitely deserves. Is, a, there's there's a Kardashian co- curse, right? Um, sure, if you want to call it that. How many NBA guys have, have dated a Kardashian and failed? Isn't it just Chloe all the time? Chloe's got a handful. Hers are the worst. She loves them tall, dark, and handsome guys. There's there's nothing wrong with that. And she just seems to bring everybody down. I'm going to put the blame on her. Yeah. He was balling before he met her. He was doing pretty. That's what I'm saying. That's how he got paid. But Ugh. all of a sudden she comes along and right in the toilet. Yep. Our next nominee for our Pine Rider of the Year is quarterback from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jameis Winston. Yeah. Um, interesting year for him. It was supposed to be a big breakout year for him. And they had him on hard knocks. Yeah. You know, he doing all the right things saying all the right things the leadership role you know the pump up speeches but i don't remember what week it was from it got he got a little carried away a little too carried away talking about eating ribs and licking his fingers and you see this it's an l and i'm gonna eat it up yeah just (laughs) come on man uh, I'm sure, and that got. I think that got on. You got that D. You got D. Jack behind him, looking just at like, him, just what confused. Is this fucking guy talking oh, about the worst. And not to mention, right after that, that wasn't the the fight that happened. Oh, that was against the Saints. That was the following week. Yeah, it that, was just a bad two weeks for him. Yeah, he had a rough. He, he had got a rough, Mike Evans ejected. Yeah. Oh, cost Mike a couple games and a hefty fee. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure the fine was was steep. Um, but rounding out this category is. The city of Cleveland itself. Congratulations, yeah. Cleveland. You have a terrible football team who hasn't won a game, and then you lose the best player in the NBA in free agency, so now you're just left with a bunch of shit players that couldn't win. Yeah. Um, Two of your players are half of this category. Yeah. Well, the, the city itself is three out of four, so <laughs> yeah. you're doing something wrong. So um, let's just go ahead and announce it. Um, the, the 2018... Pine Rider of the Year is the city of Cleveland. 
Just a horrible place. Do do we need to say any more? The weather stinks. Uh, the weather stinks. LeBron's not there anymore. LeBron's gone, and his mural's down. What what reason do you have to go there? Uh, Travel is down. I, I was going to say the only reason you're going to go to Cleveland is if you're cl- connecting a flight to somewhere else. <laughs> right. It's it's a hub. It's a hub. Just oh, let's stop there and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So there's our Pine Rider of the Year award. Next, we got another fun one. The biggest drama queen blowy award winner. All right. So the first nominee, uh, I think everybody will agree with, is Neymar, the Brazilian soccer star. I want to say he spent 14 minutes. So you saw that article too, on the ground. 14 minutes of uh, all games played, rolling on the ground, writhing in apparent pain of like a broken leg. Or a torn Achilles or a ruptured something or other. He's still walking. Oh, it's amazing. They spray that uh, magic spray, spray on him. The miracle spray. Who knows what's in that canister? But every time it just seems to just get him right back up. I thought it was just a keyboard duster. Yeah, it looks, it looks like compressed air. But it, <laughs> whatever it is, it does the trick. Yeah, uh, that should be in more sports. I don't know why it's only good for soccer players. Um. Uh, because not everybody's pussy like that. So that's our first drama queen nominee. Our second one is LeBron. Just the perennial crybaby drama queen. Yeah. I like the, the, the post-game conference when Jared Smith had his incident. And LeBron just was giving it to reporters. Oh, he was so butthurt. Oh, yeah. I don't know what he thinks. And then he's wearing like... Slack shorts <laughs> and a briefcase, a man purse. Yeah, the, the suit short was not a big fan of that. No, but, you know, and I'm, there's, I don't know how much time he yells at referees in okay. a game compared to Neymar being on the ground for a whole World Cup. Um, Comparable. Was, every, every play. Every play. He, need, he gets fouled every play. Yeah. They, do referees just not call it, or is he that much of a drama queen? Uh, drama queen. Drama queen. Yeah, that's why he's on the board. And then our last nominee for drama queen is Conor McGregor, notorious one. Wow. I mean, the guy's what a, a hissy fit. The guy's a shit talker to begin with. Don't no, he's get, a great shit talker. He's one of the best. Wrong. Don't get me wrong. The dude can fight. The numbers don't lie. Uh, he puts his money where his mouth is, but sometimes his mouth is a little too much. And, you know, he takes it a little too far. Oh, he took it far with a dolly against the bus. <laughs> uh, was it a dolly or was it a chair? Uh, both yeah he threw multiple things he tried to grab a, a railing yeah as well and smashed the bus up tried to board the bus cut a couple of players uh fighters yeah uh big time blow up i don't know what the final numbers were in terms of damage caused and reparations paid but uh i'm sure it'll be uh made up with if he fights khabib yeah so but it was a big old hissy fit he was defending his teammate well, whatever whatever just a big crybaby drama queen oh yeah sean so who is our drama queen blowy award winner this year this year's uh drama queen blowy award winner is none other than the notorious conor mcgregor you can't deny it that was one of the biggest rants injured people yeah i just come on man what are you thinking throwing stuff at a bus you look like you look like a little spoiled kid. brat. Yeah, you look like a little kid just throwing a temper tantrum in the middle of the store because you couldn't get a toy. Yeah, pretty much. Right? Um, come on, dude. He's actually a fighter trying to pick fights. It's like, dude, you're gonna fight somebody anyways. Just 
We'll just but if relax. it's publicity, if it works out as publicity, you know, I see it. But they say there's no. It such was thing. unprofessional. They uh-uh. say there's no such thing as bad publicity, but that it didn't look good. I don't. I don't think it looked good. Uh, I just like saying blowy right now. Totally. I love that our awards are called the blowies. And if you think that's good, let us know. <laughs> yes. Um, now we're coming up to a. It's not really an award, but we're going to ca- talk about some notable retirees in professional sports. Yeah. Uh, first on our list, uh, Jason Witten. Thank you, Jason Witten, for all the time you've put in playing in the NFL, carrying fantasy teams for many years. Actually have giving uh, Dallas Cowboy fans someone to root for. Exactly. Because there was hardly anyone else that... Caught would, the ball? Yeah. Uh, you couldn't count on Des Bryant. No. In a pinch, you always went to Jason Witten. Is he top five tight ends of all time? Um, I don't know if he's in the five. convo. Top he, 10. Top 10. He's for top sure. 10 for sure. You know, and definitely, you know... I would I wouldn't call him journeyman because he stayed one one team, but he just he's probably the longest lasting tight end of all time. Uh, Tony Gonzalez is probably one, huh? It's yeah, that's he played, how many years did he play? Jason Witten? Oh god, at least thirteen. Fifteen? Oh, yeah, thirteen. Fifteen. Uh, no. great guy. I'll never forget when his helmet popped off and he was running classic NFL play. Oh yeah. Just a beast. Every 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 team needs a guy like him. It was Witten and Stone. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, Paulo. Very good. Fantasy football team name for anyone if you want to take it. There you go. Next on the list, Carson Palmer. Thank you for all your years of service. You had some very rough years in Cincinnati. You turned it around in Cincinnati. You came back from a big knee injury. A couple of times. Yeah. And you left Cincinnati, which was probably the best career move you could have made because you were going nowhere. Um, went to Got the- to talk to some good receivers there in Cincinnati, though. He did. He did. Henry, Hushmazud, Ocho Cinco. <laughs> yeah, there, there was guys. He had guys. But uh, the team was in a division that was pretty much unwinnable for them. Uh, he made a good call moving to the Cardinals over in Arizona. Got to throw to Fitz for a while. Oh, yeah. Picked up David Johnson along the way. Did um, he get to throw to Anquan, too, or no? That was... Uh, that was Kurt Warner. Yeah, Warner got That was Kurt on. Warner. Um, but he also, with both teams, got to be on a Hard Knocks. Yes, he did. I watch a lot of Hard Knocks. Are you into Hard Knocks? No, I don't watch a lot of Hard Knocks. I'm into it. It's yeah. one of my. Fa- it's not my favorite show, but it's. Uh, I like the. It's a quick series. Don't last that long. Yeah, it's, it's like a couple four, weeks, four or five weeks, something like that. Yeah. Um. Next up on the list, one of one of today today's um tough tough guys. Oh yeah, Jim Freak. Oh totally. If you've ever watched any of this dude's workouts, he posts on like Snapchat or Instagram. It is impressive. The dude is strong as an ox, plays with a motor, not the biggest guy, and I mean in height, but he is stacked. One of the biggest Super Bowl plays of all time, too. Oh, yeah, against the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, We're talking about James Harrison. Yeah, James Harrison. Uh, well, also one of the highest uh, penalized players of all time, or had probably the most fees to pay in NFL history. Oh, because he ruined people. Oh, he jacks them up. Oh, hey, and I give him props for that. He does not give a shit about anything. He's going to hit you. He could play how. in any era of football. Agreed. Yeah, and you know what was one of my favorites? You know, there's a lot of videos of him working out, but I like when his kids got participation trophies. Oh, that was great. That was one of the best sporting moments. Yeah. When you make your kids return participation awards because you felt they didn't earn them, that is some serious parenting skills. Yeah. It's not agreed on by most, but I like the message he sends to his his kids trying to prove to them that in life you have to earn what you'd get. He's an undrafted guy. Yeah. Who's been cut how many times and he proves his worth. I'm sure 
he's raising those kids okay. All right, um, he's coming from a good place. Yeah. Next on the list, we have Jay Cutler. Thank you for finally hanging it up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not going to say you, you made Teal look horrible when you were a dolphin. I didn't like you when you were a bear. He had a couple decent years with the Broncos. Yeah, he did. Uh, he was thrown to Brandon Marshall a lot. His yeah. college teammate. Did, didn't, they, didn't he have, connect with him in one game for like 19 receptions? Something like that. It was insane. Um, but when he came out saying he had a better arm than John Elway and this and that, I mean, he just gives you that I'm a pompous asshole He's smug. Feel. Totally. Conceited. Doesn't look like a good leader. Never looked like he really wanted to win. Not very competitive looking. Yeah, he just, I mean, the dude played. Did he go but, to Vanderbilt? Yeah. Um... I just, I don't know what it is about him that bugs me. Well, now he's getting a, he's got a reality show, Smoking Hot Wife, Kristen yeah. Cavallari. Oh, good for her. Good She's for got her. a show, yeah, so he's not really dead in our, you know, we're going to see a little bit of him if uh, you watch a little bit of reality TV, but yeah, thank you for retiring, Jay Cutler. Yeah. Next on the list, we have Gene Steratore, uh referee from the NFL. If you watched this year's NFL, he's the uh, the referee that measured the the first down marker measured with, the first down with a piece of paper. Yeah, so he did a couple clutch things this year. There was a, you know, I forget what the other one was, but the paper one's the most memorable. Yeah. So congratulations! I think it was 15 years as a head referee. Did a Super Bowl. Thank you for your NFL service. Now probably the most popular referee of all time, ever, ever, jacked. Yeah. He's lost a little bit in the guns over the last year or so. I'd say was it was five, six years ago where he came out and everyone noticed him. Uh, I think I think he stopped using the juice, yeah. the HGH. He must have ran out of uh, a supply because he definitely shrunk up a little bit. Yeah, if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Ed Hocules. Yeah, Ed Hocules. A.K.A. Ed Hercules. Yes, yes. Uh, did you know that he, in his real job, he's a lawyer? Well, most of the referees are lawyers, uh, judges, uh, good businessmen. All right, so not not too surprising, but yeah, good. Sad to see him go. Yeah, it's, sad to see him go. Anytime you flex as hard as you can when you point and first down, that hands off to you. Hats off to you. Oh yeah, uh, that was a lot of NFL and NFL referees. Um, let's get it. We got a couple NBA guys retiring. Vince Sanity, Vince Carter. Sad day. Hanging it up. Hanging it up for sure. One of the most electrifying basketball players. Of our generation. Uh, memorable dunk contest competitor. Memorable dunker on Europeans jumping over him. Oh, Just yeah. dunks all over the place. You know, uh, and not only that, after becoming, you know, being a signature player, the main guy for a team, to, you know, become a sixth man, seventh man off the bench and still produce and hitting clutch shots for the Mavericks. And uh, was he was a Memphis Grizzly. Something, he was a lot of places. He was. But what a great dunker and said to see him go. I think he was part of the he was, 98 class. Um, yes, mid, mid to late 90s. For yeah, sure. from North. He's a Tar Heel. I, you know, it was always, I always liked the Belfort's card too, is how he went back to college and finished up. Yeah. Um, next guy on the list. Um, checking the sources, not quite sure. Um, Tony Parker allegedly is set to hang it up this year, but don't. The Frenchman. Yeah, don't quote me on that. Um, couldn't get a clear answer on on the interwebs, but uh, if he is, Tony Parker had a hell of a run with the Spurs. Yeah, is he a three time champ? Uh, two, I think. Uh, but yeah, two or three, dude still could play. Big loss with him and his relationship was Ava Longoria. Yeah, she just um, had a baby, but yeah, 
I don't know. Not with him. It was just kind of freaky stuff happened with the Spurs and boyfriends and girlfriends and wives. You know, there was a big old roundabout, kind of weird. But yeah, so if Tony Parker retired, well, thank you for playing fundamental basketball for us for the last couple of years, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, next, the uh, big loss in the racing world. Two people are out. One, Danica Patrick. You know, she third time mentioned in this episode. Um, just hanging them up. She's going to focus on her relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, Doesn't need to risk herself anymore. She's made she's made her mark on the sporting world as a female um, race car driver. She did very well. She won some races. She had, did she? Yeah. In NASCAR? Um, I thought she won in, in like indie races. It, it It's all the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit, you turn left the whole time. Again, like I said, I'll probably remember, remember her more for her GoDaddy commercials. Oh, I think everybody will. Yeah. So sorry to see you go, Danica. Yeah. I'll see you at, in Lambeau Field on the sideline. Right. Or is she going to get a box? Does Lambeau have boxes? Oh, I don't know. They just got to sit outside and weather the storm, huh? Yeah, right. The frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, and then of last, our NASCAR guy, Dale Jr., retiring. Yeah, Dale Jr., rocky start to his career, you know, struggled to find his way. Well, it's hard to follow in your father's footsteps yeah. when your dad is an intimidator. Exactly. When your dad is like the face of the entire industry and you're just kind of this guy to, trying to fill the shoes left behind. Um, found his way, though. Did, did a very good job near, in the middle to the end. Won a lot of races. Um, really promoted himself well. Um he left, uh, what was it, Hendrick Motorsports. He left his dad's company and went somewhere else. Did he go with the coach from the Redskins? Oh, Joe Gibbs. Uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. Yeah. Uh, either, it's Those either are the only or, two racing teams I know. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> me too. Hendrick and Joe Gibbs. But it went. he went from one to the other. Or And then he went 88. He, yeah. He did a number change like Kobe or Michael. Okay, okay. You know, from 8 to 88. There you go. A big deal. You know, just... Cutting it down a little bit on the... Uh, he needed more ad room for stickers on his oh, car, probably. But he, he looks like he parties. He knows how to have a, have a good time. Yeah, I'm sure he can throw them back. Oh, I'm sure. So that, well, he was sponsored by Budweiser for a long time. Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's a good time. Yeah. And then he got energy drinks. Amp. So he could drink more. He was the amp car. Yeah, he was. That'll round out the retirees for 2018. Those are blowy retirees. <laughs> Hats off to them. All right, moving along. Next category up, we've got Olympic moments. We don't get to do this category every year. No, it's it's a bi, not not bi biannually or no, we, get bi- it every, we get to do it every two years. Every two years. Yeah, I can't think of the word. This year was an Olympic. I mean, Winter Olympic um, yeah. category. So, um, best Olympic moments this year. We have Sean White winning another gold medal in the halfpipe. Is there anybody better than him on a snowboard? He's potentially the best redheaded athlete, something I bring up a lot. Yeah, you know, pa- Paulo has a thing about gingers. It's just fun to bring him up. I don't I don't really think about him all the time, but when they come up, it's I I have to mention it. It's awkward to me. Yeah, you do it a lot. Um next, we have the men's curling team, everybody's new favorite sport. Who doesn't like curling? Uh I would love to try it. We almost did, didn't we? We were so close. But you have to take a serious class this the curl yeah, on ice. Exactly. There there was like a three hour class you needed to take before you could participate. Just put me on the ice. I just want to try it. I don't right. care. You get that you have to try you have to have two different shoes on. Mm-hmm. And I hear that when pr- curling teams practice, it is a drinking event. Oh. So I'm, 
It's like a bar drinking game as well as training for an Olympic sport. It's an indoor drinking. Exactly. So, you know, you're weathering the elements. It might be a little cold inside, but... So would you be more of a sweeper person or would you... Be the skip? Oh, there you go. I knew you would know the, the terminology or the positions of this game. Um, I don't know. That, I don't know. I think everybody takes turns, though. Oh. So I think everybody has to, has to push the rock and okay. everybody sweeps. Yeah, so um, the men's team actually thought... You know, they, they started horribly and a lot of people thought they were out and they came through and ended up winning gold. Yeah. So super clutch. I want to say that's the first gold medal for the curling team. Oh, sure. Sure. I'll go with that. I'll we won. We, yes. I'll, yes. I'll it, believe myself. Um, next up, the women's hockey team. The women's hockey team has been playing second fiddle to the Canadian women's team for the past three Olympics. Yeah. Um, the the women's team dominates during their regular season and all the prelims and you know runs into Canada and you know loses a tough one every time. Hockey is Canada's Can- Canada's national pastime. Yeah. Canadians, Can- Canadians, yeah, sure, Canucks. So it's always good just to shove in their face, right? Anytime the U.S. can take a take a medal for a gold medal from the Canadians, it's a good day. Yeah, I love to beat my neighbors at things. Yeah, who so, doesn't? Yeah. Um, rounding that group out, we have the cross country team of Jess, Jesse Diggins and Keegan, Keegan Randall winning, winning the women's uh, team sprint, team sprint cross country. Event. Yeah. And it was the first medal for the United States in 42 years of Olympic games. So that was, a, it's more of a Nordic sport, European, you know, they dominate that. But it was a, you saw it live too, right? I, I watched I watched. It was it a live. great call by the announcer and it was super clutch. Oh, it was, it was crazy. The place went nuts and it was a phenomenal race. Yeah. Great finish. Uh, she passed the finish line. She fell on her back. It was super exciting. Just a nice, memorable moment for U.S. winter sports. Yeah. So who is our winner for the Olympic moment? Blowy. It's the women's cross-country ski team of Jesse Diggins and Keegan Randall. Yeah, I, I think there's no question there. Uh, Sean White wins a lot of gold He wins medals, it all the time. So, you know. When you haven't won an award in over half a decade. Yeah, you, you, deserve, you deserve a little credit. Um, hats, off, hats off to all the other nominees, but uh, the cross-country team in this event, you know, it, it really did something for the morale for the U.S. squad, I think. Yeah. I was, I, it was real exciting to see. Congratulations to Jesse Diggins and Keegan Randall. We'll contact you about delivering your blowy award. <laughs> <laughs> next up, we're going to move into the, the last two big, big categories. Um, next up, we have Athlete of the Year. Um, and Who we feel is the best athlete. It's real easy. Yeah, but then when you, when you compile this list, it's, it's hard to pick one. Okay. You're talking about great, great athletes. From multiple sports, you know, yeah. it's like you can't you can't justify saying multiple guys from one sport and then leaving everything else. It's out. a tough conversation. Yeah, but you know what? We actually handled that problem and picked a winner. I think so. Um, first up, we have LeBron James. Say what you want about him, hate him, love him. The dude plays ball. Yeah. Is there anybody better in the game right now? Probably not. No, he's the best individual basketball player. He carries his team of subpar guys and takes him to the finals gets his ass whooped but it wasn't for lack of trying from his part no he actually pulled pulled through and, and he gives great effort and he wasn't the mvp no he and wasn't the mvp and james, his numbers were insane this year james Which, harden 
Uh, I just I disagreed with that choice. Uh, LeBron had him beaten not every offensive stat. Yeah. Not to mention LeBron played every minute. Yeah, didn't miss a game. Harden missed 10 games. Um, how that's justified, I don't know. But LeBron is the conversation of MVP every year. And one of these years, I don't know what he's... I mean, if he doesn't win the title, he doesn't have a shot to win the MVP, apparently. You, that's what you have to do. Uh, I guess. And they wait for him not to do it, not to give him the award. Yeah. And that's like, what, two out of the last three years? It's tough, yeah. I don't even... I think he only has one MVP or no? No, he's got more than that. He's got like three or four. Does he? Yeah. I don't keep track of that stuff, really, if it's not a warrior. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next for our Athlete of the Year, we have Tom Brady. Say what you want about the Timeless Wonder, but the dude still plays. You know, coming back at 42 or 43. He's Not to mention, he's the hottest athlete of the year. Yeah. I mean, he's back again for another category. Uh, Leads his team to the Super Bowl every year. Um, says he's good to play till he's 45. Um, he just make makes plays. People love to, he's the guy you love to hate. You if love to not, hate him. Yeah. If you're not a new England fan, you love to hate him. Uh, he's just that good. He makes everybody around him better. And he's doing it with guys that aren't necessarily the most talented, right? Small wide receivers, a broken down Gronk, a decent line and mediocre, you know, and you got to deal with Belichick for yeah. your whole career. I'm sure, like it's worth it for the the Super Bowl rings, but they don't talk like friends, or they don't have any downtime. Yeah, they do you think don't a conversation with Belichick is not interesting at all? It's gonna sound like this, and it's X's and O's, football. And I don't, I don't know how cool it would be to hang out with Bill Belichick. Yeah. I'd like to talk X's chalk and O's. Talk, with him. Yeah, if you want to do chalk talk, I'm sure it'd be great, and he'd be all enthused. But once you talk about, hey, how's your day going? It'd be monotone and dead. Oh, totally. What? Um, next up, another repeat uh, nominee is Sean White. Sean White, year in and year out, X Games, Olympic Games, Winter X Games, the dude performs on the highest level. Yeah. Uh, always brings it, creating new tricks, uh, stuff never done before. He, gets, he still gets the biggest air. Yeah. Um, I don't know the name of 90% of his tricks that he throws down, but they look tough as shit. Uh, he does like twelve something now, or yeah. fourteen. Can can, no, that's dirt bike. Saran wrap, dirt bike. I uh, I can't believe they're not the same. Yeah, no, fifty fifty grind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he did skateboard at one time. He does maybe. skateboard. I think he has X Games skateboarding medals, if yeah. not gold. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure somewhere in his repertoire, he's got a medal for skating. Yeah. Um, and lastly, rounding out this year's Athlete of the Year nominees is Alexander Ovechkin. Yeah, Washington Capitals captain. He finally did it this year. One of the best goal scorers in NHL history, and he won the cup this year. Yeah, a lot of people thought that after their victory against the Penguins, they were going to falter because they had spent so long getting beat by the Penguins in the conference finals that, um, you know, it was. They're gonna- one of those teams that just n- never make it. Yeah. It, it's like the Toronto Raptors in the NBA. Every year, they're the number one or two seed. They go into the playoffs. They meet the Cavs and lose to LeBron. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know, give it to the guy. And not to mention, he knows how to party. Oh, yeah. He got the cup, and he was everywhere. Well, when you when you get an undisclosed uh, American Express card from Vladimir Putin, oh. you know, you're kind of obligated to uh, make certain appearances. And party like a Russian. He's a legend. Yeah. So, the blowy for Athlete of the Year 2018 
is Alexander Ovechkin. Give it to him. Give it to him. Like we said, Sean White wins titles. Uh, Tom Brady didn't win the Super Bowl. LeBron didn't, La, win. <laughs> didn't win the championship. Alexander Ovechkin carried the team, brought him to the promised land, won the Stanley Cup for the first time. You know, and represent the nation's capital. Yeah, you know, Washington finally breaking the streak of uh, championship-less teams, you know. Good for them. Uh, they did lose their coach at the end of the year. Uh, so who knows what direction that team will be going in next year. But for now, Alexander Ovechkin is the dude. And, you know, that's someone I would want to hang out with. Oh, yeah. Not too many Russians I'd want to hang out with. Hey, you probably get in a lot of trouble hanging out with him. Oh, dude, I'd way too much vodka. Oh, God, it'd be rough. I don't know if I could keep up. Yeah, because you know they're probably drinking that shit straight. Oh, he's tough. And yeah. neat. He's got missing teeth. He's all gnarled up. <laughs> and his haircut looks like it's been cut oh, with a Floby. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> Do you know that I, speaking of Floby, I used to take a Floby to show and tell in elementary school. <laughs> and I brought it like two or three times. And I gave myself a haircut. And my nickname was Flobes. Stupid. I swear to God. Oh, that's hilarious. I can't believe you brought that up. Oh, hey, you know, when a haircut looks that bad, that's where you got to go. Well, hey, we're on our last category, last award winner. It's our most important. Yes. You know, being high school coaches and been coaching for over a decade. How long have you been coaching? Uh, I'm in my 11th year. Yeah, so we both have over 20 years of coaching. Um, is our coaches award, the golden whistle. The golden whistle. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, first nominee is Brad Stevens, the self-proclaimed, well, I don't know if he self-proclaims himself, but he's like the mad scientist of the NBA. He's the Mike Leach. He's the guy coming up with all these intriguing, like off the wall, um, ideas on how to play, uh, basketball. And he's a young coach and he knows how to talk to pro athletes. He knows how to talk to millionaires. And they respect him. If they you, respect him. If you ever hear a player from his team talk about how he coaches their team, there's nothing but praise sent back to the media. Not to mention he was doing it at Butler. Yeah, he took a below average team of middle of the road talented kids and he took them to the Final Four twice. Twice, yeah. It was real impressive. You know, one shot this, away. Yeah, one oh, shot away from being close. national champs. Uh, also this year, was real impressive. Kyrie's gone. Gordon Hayward's gone. Yeah, Gordon Hayward. Good job. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I got it right this time. Um, <laughs> but when you lose your two biggest superstars on the team, and your team still produces and in the Eastern Conference and does super well. Take, you know, take it to a Game 7 in the Conference Finals. That's big time. He should have been our, the NBA Coach of the Year award winner. Yeah, they gave it to what Gentry, the the dude from Cle- uh, from Toronto. Gentry, and is it Gentry? Uh, not Alvin Gentry. Oh, what's his name? <laughs> Who knows? Not not Brad Stevens. That's all we know. Yeah, it's, it wasn't Brad. Brad Stevens. Stevens is our nominee for Coach of the Year. Uh, our third is Nick Saban. You know, being down in the national championship game, having the gusto to switch quarterbacks in the middle of the game or late in the game, and win the championship. Is huge, and not to mention he's probably top five all-time college coaches of all time. Yeah, love him or hate him. I mean, I'm not a huge Nick Saban fan. Uh, the dude gets talent. He's a recruiter. Great recruiter. Probably the best. He's on the Belichick tree of coaches. Yes. Uh, the dude gets gets top athletes from everywhere to come play for him, and he turns them into winners. You know, a lot of time, a lot of times, it doesn't translate to great pros. But while at Alabama, a lot of those kids learn how to prepare learn how to play the game, and learn how to win 
Um, so my hat's off to Nick Saban. Yeah, great um, coach. One of the best of all time. Next up on the list, we have Josh McClurg. Our coach. Our coach. Um, 25-5 and five record over the last three years. Playoff snubs for every one of those years. But we turned a whole program around, a community around. You know, shut down the town is a real thing now. Yeah. Bringing it back, there was a sense of pride that had been missing for a while. Um, you know, the, the lack of love for the sport of football was missing from our small town. And it took an individual with the fortitude to put some things in play and really just change the overall culture of our area, bring it back to the hard-nosed, blue-collar area it used to be back in the late 70s through the 80s and even into the 90s. Yeah. So, so bringing tradition back, real stoked, and uh, deserves to be on this list. Only high school nominee. He's not an athlete, but only high school nominee in the Blowies this year. Yes. Um, next up, we have uh, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson taking the Eagles to the Super Bowl, getting the W over the Patriots. Uh, first championship for the Eagles. Um, what, what more can you say? You know, you take a team, you draft well, you perform. You backup lose, quarterback you lose, winning. Yeah, you lose your starting quarterback. Your your backup carries you. Who says backup? How many guys were hurt on that team other than? Oh, uh, there was a Wentz, lot. It was. There was a lot. Uh, there of was injuries. a lot. I remember the injury report before the Super Bowl yeah. was serious. Um, you know that just goes to show you that backup quarterback is a major thing at that level, and to have a guy you can trust to carry your team through arguably the toughest stretch of any season, those last three weeks of the playoffs. I'm going to use the word again. He had gusto calling that trick play. Yeah, you know, I mean, it it hadn't been since the uh, the Saints with the onside kick in their Super Bowl win. Um, you know, things like that. It it's it's an all or nothing move. You're you're fully committed to whatever it is you're doing. Um, hats off to Doug Peterson. Lastly, um, the last nominee we have, uh, AJ Hinch, the man- Houston Astros, Houston Astros manager. Taking a, a garbage club from three years ago uh, through drafts, through trades, uh, acquired players, made them into a viable team. What a fun team to watch. Oh, yeah. And they were because of the moves that they were making and the way they were playing, they predicted them to win. What was that magazine cover, the article? was They predicted it like three, four years in advance, didn't they? Yeah, because they knew what the farm system looked like. And the biggest move that they made was moving from the NL to the AL. And that was just a life changer for the Houston Astros. Um, they're still battling this year. They're looking like one of the top teams coming out of the L again. And it's um, it's it's in tribute to his managerial style, his approach to the game, his, his job managing the team. Yeah. So this is one of the tougher categories. And, you know, it's the biggest award we have. That golden whistle is something everybody always wants. You know, people have been going for it for years. Yeah. It's the uh, it's the best blowy you can probably get. It's it's probably <laughs> the best blowy you'll ever get in your life. Um, so let's let's announce the winner. All right, uh, this year's Golden Whistle Award goes to Josh McClurg of the San Inez Pirates. <sighs> Woo! Guy has been doing a great job. He's our guy, leader of our ship. Can't say anything more. Well deserved award. What do you think he would say in his acceptance speech? Um, the fuck is a blowy? First off, <laughs> well, I think he knows what a blowy I, I is. Think so, um, he he would laugh. He'd give that little shitty grin he does. He'd have something smart to say. Um, 
He'd be semi gracious, semi appreciative. He's a little. He's got a little swag, a little cockiness to him too. Oh yeah. He's yeah. probably trying to say something funny in there. He he'd have some little quip he'd pull in there and uh, you know get us to laugh a little bit. Yeah. Well, I can't believe he won out of that uh, that 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 category, and it was a tough one, but he's well deserved. Well and, deserved. Yes. So that is the wrap up of our 2018 Hold My Whistle Blowies. Blowy Award. It was a great show. I think so. Um, we're looking to do it again next year, but we have. I think we have some entertainment lined up for next year too. Yeah, we'll we'll have something special for the uh, 2019 edition of the Blowies. But uh, again, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, if you like us, keep uh, keep leaving us some comments. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter if you got it. Also, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. We're on Podbean. We're on Podbean, trying to get on uh, Stitcher. 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 There's some other avenues that we're looking into, possibly coming up on YouTube soon. So if you don't have the ability to listen to us via podcast app, we're going to try and get our stuff up on YouTube. Yeah. So, hey, tell a friend, tell a relative. Thanks for listening to the 2018 Hold my whistle, blowies. I'm Paul. I'm <laughs> Are you Paulo? I'm Paulo right now. Hey, I'm Sean then. Okay. And we're out. All right.